Welcome to Driving the Sea Bus, featuring insights from individual contributors from all corners, nooks, and crannies of the Columbus, Ohio region. Our goal is to get to the why of our evolving and eclectic environment, which we all share by the people driving the bus. Today, I'd like to welcome Linda Logan. Linda is the Executive Director at the Greater Columbus Sports Commission. Uh, she comes to us with a degree from Ohio University, so she's a bobcat um, in communications and sports administration. And uh, that um, degree she's used uh, greatly to her, uh, you know, to her success in Cleveland, Milwaukee, Kansas City, and Columbus. Uh, she uh, is the founder of the uh, clear back in 2002 of the Greater Columbus Sports Commission um, and she's worked uh, events such as presidential debates uh, the final four for men's and women's sports um, and I'm sure hundreds of other things so with that I'd like to welcome uh, Linda Logan well, to the thank podcast. you happy to be here wonderful Linda. well thanks very much you know driving the sea bus is all about uh, finding those people who most folks may or may not have heard of or 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 uh, organizations that they haven't heard of and really bringing those to light to show how, how those things have affected Columbus and you know one of the ones that I that I was astonished to hear about was your story and also the story of the Greater Columbus Sports Commission so uh, why don't we start off by just talking about you know what is the Sports Commission what do they do you know currently for the city Great. So think of us as sports tourism. Uh, we were originally part of Experience Columbus. I was originally hired there 22 years ago to start the incubate the sports effort. And then we spun off about five years later to create the Greater Columbus Sports Commission. And so we're the only organization in the city that's 100% dedicated to bringing sporting events to Columbus. So think of uh, volleyball tournaments at the convention center or softball tournaments at Berliner Park and a lot of the participation sports. And then uh, those one-of-a-kind events like the Women's Final Four that we just hosted you know, just a few weeks ago or the NHL All-Star Game. And, and I think your listeners would be surprised to know how long those events are in the making before we actually host them. So uh, Women's Final Four, we were at it since 2007 and hosted it in 2018 so the journey sometimes uh, is a little longer at times but well worth it well you know that's it's actually just investing in the future right i mean so from 2002 i bet it was uh going back to that let's just maybe turn the history wheel back just a little bit and talk about you know in 2002 you you came to columbus based on a recommendation by your sister is that right yes my my sister and her family lived here and my nephews were young and I was living in Kansas City, and I think my sister said something like, don't you want your nephews to know you better? So, you know, here I am some 20 years later, and certainly it she was a... came here with nobody and no job. Yep, or no job, and it's right, exactly that, right? <laughs> so, uh, so I think about that when I look at them and how they now are grown up, and one's a fireman, one's a policeman, and I think about the great things they do for the community, and so I have to smile when I think of those early days, and 
when I first started uh, working in Columbus, I had worked at the Kansas City Convention Center and got to work a million events. I, I'm exaggerating just a little bit, but came to Columbus and started instantly booking events like uh, volleyball tournaments. And I brought the Mid-American Conference basketball tournament here back in the day. And so I was really doing um, a sports commission for the building, but no one was doing it for the whole city. Right. And I had that opportunity to work big events when I was in Kansas City. They have one of the oldest sports commissions in the country that was started in the early 60s. And here we uh, started ours in 2002. So what year was that that you came to Columbus? What I got here in the year um, 2000. Oh, 90, I, I, 99, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I've got to think about that. Um, 28 years ago, I have to backtrack just a little bit. And I, I worked for the convention center for seven years five years for Experience Columbus and then now the 16 years with Experience or with the Sports Commission. Right? 89, 89. Yeah, 89, 89 right yeah. at the end of 89. So back so. in there and you came you came here and you worked for the uh, uh, watch your Yes, I was working for the convention center yeah, in those well, so early days. But in the convention center it was it was that, groundbreaking. Battelle Hall was like the only place to have that and Vets Memorial, right? Where the Correct. two places I remember seeing Def Leppard in Battelle Hall and, and Battelle Hall was our arena. It was right. before uh, we had, you know, we had St. John Arena. We had Battelle Hall. So we had, from a concert perspective, we had acts on their way up and on their way down. We just didn't have that big. <laughs> we were really the largest city in the country without a major arena. Right. So both the Schottenstein Center and Nationwide Arena, of course, came on board, and that was really about the same time that we were lobbying to create the Sports Commission because. You know, um, Moffray Stadium was coming on board. Those two arenas I talked about. Ohio State was building an Olympic Village when you think about Bill Davis Stadium, um, all the great work that was being done with the softball fields and all of that. So so the timing was perfect for me to have experienced a sports commission in Kansas City and all those efforts of bringing marquee events to the community. And just the timing was right. And I had that experience and was able to really work with so many of the civic uh, leaders in the community to, to, to really understand what this effort could mean. And really, we were planting seeds in those early days. And now to think that we really hosted the Women's Final Four, it took, you know, maybe 22 years when you combine some of those efforts. And uh, it's, it's amazing to see how the community has grown. Now, you mentioned something there that really piqued my interest. You said Ohio State was building an Olympic village. Well, I call it that because when you think about the, the, the caliber of events that are on campus and you know, we're so fortunate to have them in our own backyard. And you think about, you know, Jesse Owens Stadium and Bill Davis Stadium and, and the renovations to Ohio Stadium and the building of the Schottenstein Center and, and you know, on and on. I, I say it's an Olympic Village because not only do we have those facilities, but we have great training centers for our wrestling oh, sure, team and the sure. fencing teams. And You got the, me all excited like you guys are planning. It took you 11 years, right, to get the women's Final Four. In 20 years, are we going to have the Olympics here? You know, I think we have a long way to go when you think about the <laughs> We need a few more international flights, I think. But uh, that all comes into play when you think about what events need when they come to our community. So more connectivity, uh, more daily flights, you know, more downtown hotel rooms and more things to do. And I think, you know, when you look at how when we started this effort and how the city has grown, our visitors love Columbus. Once we get them here, it's once they get them here or we get them here, I think they want to come back. Well, obviously, you have a, a personal 
uh, interest in what you do, and I can see that in your passion. How, what made you pick that line of business or that field? I mean, was it just something that you happenstance into and fell yeah. in love with it, or did you always want to do it? You know, I'm from a generation uh, pre-Title IX, uh, I, so I didn't, I never played sports, but I was a passionate Cleveland Indians fan, and I, I guess I was a baseball nerd. I kept stats, and in my small high school, I was our sports editor, and I was the track statistician. So at, during my day, I didn't even dream that there would be a job for women in sports. I think I fancied the fact that could I be a, the very first sports journalist that would cover Major League Baseball. But I, I soon learned in college I wasn't a very good writer, but I was a good communicator. And, and so who even dreamed that there were jobs like this out there for someone like me? So it was a great timing. You know, the uh, Title IX came on board right when I got to college, and when doors were opening for people like me. And so I had the opportunity to go to a great university that was the very first of its kind to have a program in sports administration. So again, I, I, in the early days, I was on the facility management side. So I got to work at the Kemper Arena in Kansas City and their convention center. I worked for a few sports teams. And really, it was taking my love of sport the fact that I was a really good connector when it came to people. I, I was really an operations person in the early days. I didn't even know I could be a salesperson. I used to make fun of people like me that are now selling something, I'm mean, dealing futures. But it was the combination of kind of knowing my stuff, loving to meet new people, being able to share the passion of this great destination. So really, I feel like I... I don't even know if I should get paid for what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Okay, I want to hear the sales pitch. So let's just pretend that I'm just I'm I'm from someplace. I've got this big event, and I'm gonna I'm, and you're pitching me to come to Columbus. What do you say? Well, first of all, uh, we are one of the hottest cities right now in the Midwest. Whether it's you know many cranes in the air, and we're, there's this something we call the Columbus Way, the, the collab collaborative nature of the public and private sector. We have this world-class arena and convention center. We have, you know, 5,000 hotel rooms within walking distance. We've got a million uh, daily flights or uh, I'm, I'm exaggerating just a little bit, but when you walk out the door, whether you're at the arena or the convention center, there's a hundred restaurants. You can go to the short north. There's fine dining, there's a hot dog and food truck vendors. So what I love to say about our city is that once we get you here, you're gonna to wanna to come back and your, whether it's your fans, your teams, your coaches, they are gonna have a big experience. You are gonna be the, the big fish in our community. So whether it's being on the news, getting great t television highlights, feeling like we are rolling up the red carpet for you, our city and our community is engaged. And uh, we are going to not only make sure that you're successful for your bottom line, because oftentimes these events, that's one of their biggest fundraisers of the year, but also you're going to have a great experience while you're here. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So experience Columbus, that's no lie, right? Absolutely. And that, you know, we're, a, we're an LLC, <laughs> a limited liability company of Experience Columbus. So, right. you know, tourism uh, is really our main game. But we really at the Sports Commission have three pillars that we're graded on. One is, of course, the economic development. Second is really raising the profile and image of Columbus. And third is really that quality of life of doing great things for Columbus through sports. So when you think about an event like the Women's Final Four, really check, 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 all three boxes. And, and uh, it went so well. I, I know I'm still smiling and maybe basking in sort of the aftermath of all that hard work and the community coming together. But when you are at it for so long and you, can, you have a dream and a vision and it comes together, even better than you can ever expect it. I guess we get to talk about it for a few more years. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Well, you know, when it's obviously when you see it coming for so long and then it happens, and then it came off without a hitch as well. I heard that it was. Uh, I wasn't here in town that weekend, but I heard that it was awesome, and uh, and 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 lots of. Uh, uh, compliments from people from out of town and things. So let's talk more about some of those events. So when we talk about what the commission does, when how Linda's working for the people of Columbus behind the scenes, under the current, yeah. what are those events? So uh, what will happen is uh, we have a great staff of uh, full-time staff of 12 and we will get a request for bid, let's say with USA Volleyball. So they're our national governing body for the sport. So uh, there are several of those uh, governing bodies that are headquartered either in Colorado Springs or Indianapolis. So our business development team may take a trip there. We might go door to door. I think a lot of the, these folks know us now, but uh, we will go through the checklist. They need a facility that can put 40 volleyball courts. They need X amount of hotel rooms. They want to make sure that our daily flights are affordable. And then what's there to do while their attendees and their fans and their, their teams are here? So I think we go through, it could be a 40-page bid that we'll put together and we'll canvas the hotels on availability and rates. And so we'll then put together a bid that will really highlight all the things that I mentioned. Think of all the visitor touch points, the airport, um, what kind of a taxi uh, lift we might have, um, what there is to do. Um, or if it's July 4th weekend, you know, what kind of events are happening throughout the city so that people, when they are here and they're not competing, they still have a lot to do. Those are things that people look for. So we have to check the boxes first on the competition sites and does it fit? Do we have enough of those things I talked about? And then what are those enhancements? Because we, there's probably 40 other cities that want that same business and mm -hmm. competition is fierce and we might be bidding against, you know, Cleveland or Cincinnati, Kansas City, St. Louis. We, we really are... Um, always monitoring what our neighbors are doing as well because uh, we always have to know what our competition is all about. And then there are times like the Women's Final Four where we had to really raise extra dollars. And in this case, we had to put together $2.6 million to host the event. So we had about 24 partners, both public and private, that came together about four years ago and committed to that. And we're just in the midst of paying all those bills right now. And of course, we're very much indebted to those 24 partners that really helped to put us on the map a little bigger. That's great. So the women's final four would be one, USA Volleyball, I'm sure the Ohio Valley uh, yes. Volleyball Association, the OVA. Um, what, what other ones? Is the Quarter Horse Congress something that you work with? You know, our, yeah. our partners at Experience Columbus do handle uh, the Quarter Horse Con Congress. They've been coming here for many, many years, and we're very proud of them. Mm -hmm. So so we are always prospecting. Uh, think of Olympic trials. Could there be an Olympic trial for wrestling that just uh, would be a great fit for us? Or diving. We, we kind of match up what our facilities are. We had synchronized swimming and weightlifting a few years ago. And then we're also looking at national championships. Are there any world championships? We've got our eye on uh, USA figure skating. Could, could that perhaps come here and 2023 so we've attended that event maybe six or seven times over the last decade uh, just to make sure that will it fit here can we raise the money mm -hmm. can we sell the tickets so those are all things that we think about when we're going after a, a big event like that gotcha any uh, sneak peeks in anything in the future you can tell us today you know no, nothing it's funny because the our north star for so long has been the women's final four so i think that as a community we have to decide what's on that aspirational list uh, because we, I think we've checked many of them off the box so far. Right. Now, there's got to be, obviously, um, a lot of planning and, you know, like, say, tryouts, right? So you guys are trying to sell the city, and it takes the, – the, that, that sales cycle is long. 
and we were just talking about the women's final four that was 11 years long so the sales cycle right to get yes. that sell them and well sell it before the event happens and everything else um where does that how is that sports commission funded where do you, where does that money come from so that's a great question so when we were first founded which was in 2002 we had seven uh corporate partners if you will that gave us the seed money to get started and they gave us those dollars times five years to get us off their ground because um, most of them felt that they didn't want us to have to be raising money every year. They wanted us to go out and sell the destination. So I'm happy to say all but one of those partners has st stuck with us. And even the partner that you know had to leave us still supports us in many, many other ways. But um, Do you recall those five? Who were those sure. five? So I, I can give you a quick preview. Of course, yeah. Ohio State, of course, is yeah. a big partner nationwide. We have a convention facilities authority, mm -hmm. and just it's just to name a few. And they, you know, they've been these amazing partners with us for many, many years mm -hmm. now. And I'm happy to say that those five have gone to uh, almost 70 partners. So we do get funding on the private side, and then also we get a share of the hotel tax that goes through Experience Columbus through us as well. So. The more we sell, the more events that come here, the, the bigger our budget is. So we really can show you that return on investment and we, we are rewarded with that to get those extra marketing dollars and get back out there in the sales force and keep trying to sell the destination. Yeah, well, I'm a return on equity kind of guy, right? I mean, I'm in the banking business, entrepreneur. Uh, so let's talk about return just a little bit. So you, your your annual budget is how much to run what you guys do? How much do you think it is? It's grown from our early years of 600,000 we're now at 2.8 million 2.8 million and wow. so it's really uh, been fantastic so you think about a, a sale like women's final four was estimated to have 20 million dollars worth of direct spend so of course we had to spend some to get some but in that case and that's not even counting what the image building that we got from a sure. media perspective as well but uh it, so that's a make give, at least gives you a little idea of how we're funded right so that's a uh, what is that that's, that's that would be a what I'm doing, trying to do the quick math on that, would it be a thousand, well, not a thousand percent, it'd be a couple hundred percent return, right? Absolutely. Just on that one event. And then you and think you about the tax. several events throughout the Correct. year, right? It's, and then you also, also think about uh, the jobs that are secure because of tourism in general. You know, that includes all tourism, but um, jobs also, uh, maybe everybody gets a little bit less taxes that they have to pay because of the sales taxes that are paid or the hotel taxes that come back to the community. So mm -hmm. I think it's a win-win-win. And, and I'm so proud of our community, too, because... I think everyone puts a value on, on tourism, whether it's the county or the city or the state of Ohio or our partners and our merchants. I think they all see that when we have a big event in the city, those dollars go all around the community. Well, you know, I was just, I was at the airport not too long ago and, uh, and I, I think I may have mentioned this on another podcast, but I ran into a group, uh, to a couple from Boston. They were actually here on vacation because they can come it's like a you know super cheap for them because it's the value that we have but we have all these great restaurants and everything it just blew my mind that somebody from there would come here for vacation but but they're coming here for the events they're coming here for the zoo they're coming here for all kinds of different things and that's where i'm really proud of our tourism efforts so experience columbus has a magical marketing team that has some great ideas and some very talented sales folks whether it's on the tourism side or the group business and so we are seeing the the fruits of our labors now especially in Big markets like Chicago and Washington DC were the, the really the most high concentration of associations so think of American Nurses Association or the Ohio Hospital or the Banking Association all of those 
associations have meetings and I, I'm proud oh, yeah, to big say me, big, big meetings. meetings. <laughs> so next year, this might be of interest to you that the American Society of Association Executives, ASAE, will be hosting their annual convention in Columbus. Wow. So it's the Super Bowl of meetings and any community that, that has hosted that event sees a half a billion dollars worth of new business in the next five years of hosting that event. So Cities like Toronto hosted it back in 2017. It'll be in Chicago this year, Columbus next year. So again, that may be an interesting uh, conversation for your audience sometime soon, just to hear more about ASAE and what that might mean to the community. Holy cow. That is the Super Bowl of all meetings. I know I, I've been trying to get the independent community bankers of America to come to Columbus, and they're like, well, what's there to do in Columbus? I'm like, well, we can help you with all that. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we can we help with talk yes. about it. Well, hey, you've had all kinds of different experiences with these events. You know, what would tell me this the one off the wall thing that happened with an event that you may have learned from or whatever, but just funny story or a weird thing happened or did you get to play lead guitar with Van Halen <laughs> on uh, stage or what? So well, I'll tell you this one. My husband says that it was maybe one of our finest moments, even though it was a crisis. Um, if you might recall, in 2012 we had a big storm during the July 4th week where half of Columbus, the, the power went out. So we were hosting the largest event that we've ever had in our city. It was USA Volleyball. We had 600 teams in town. Every hotel room was, you know, I think they had 5,500 hotel room nights on their peak night. So all over the city, we were in day two of a 10-day tournament and the storm went through. So we had, and 26 hotels lost power. So we had to jump into action, and I say the collective we, and we set up a crisis communication uh, station. There was a third-party housing company that was actually the connectivity to the groups, but we were feeding them rooms, and we called as far um, to Dayton, we called Mansfield, we called private homes, we called realtors, and <laughs> luckily for us, um, the power went on to for most of them within about 36 hours, but even though it was grueling and devastating for those few hours. I was so proud of sort of the Team Columbus and how everybody jumped in there and, and our customers noticed that too. USA Volleyball, when they went out to bid with their new housing company a few years later, they said, hey, what would you have done in this situation? And I think we got high marks because of the effort and it was uh, you know all hands on deck. So even though it was a, a, cri a true crisis, I think it really gave us additional clout, if you will, of uh, maybe unintended consequences of just our good work and how our community pulled together. That's great. Do you get to meet any famous people in your works? I mean, when you're putting these big events you know, on and everything? There are times that some of these uh, big events that we just talked about where some of the parents are past NFL players or, um, you know, I'm a big baseball fan, so I know we've had, um, uh, we've had, you know, Daryl Strawberry or some football players whose kids are playing well, some of these used troops. to play for the Clippers. He did, right? So, right. so things like that. And, and I know that I'm probably... Uh, I'm dating myself. There. Some are uh, escaping me right now, but uh, I might just get all excited to see a, a coach like Muffet McGraw or um, some folks that might not recognize. But I think we're, we're so fortunate in Columbus to, to have uh, the opportunity to get these big events to the city. That's awesome. Well, how about um, your, when we talk about the city itself, give me your impression on, you've been in town for a long time, you know, 28 years. Uh, from where it's come to where it is today to where you feel it's going, what just what's your outlook on the city? I love our community. So to think about how open we are to visitors, to the arts, to the restaurant community. So, you know, take tourism aside, I'm just so proud of sort of that 
effort of us being so welcoming and so many things to do. But I think that some of our neighborhoods could rival any city in America right now. So you think about you're going to the convention center for the very first time. You're walking out those good ale doors and you see the short north just unfolding with the arches and the, the things to do and the retail shops and the restaurants and the, the beautiful new hotels that are coming on board. And so I just think to myself, holy cow, have we grown? And I, I really say to just about any one of my competitors, bring it on because I think that our experiences here can rival just about any city in America right now. Yeah, no pun intended with holy cow. Right? I know, exactly. So it used to be a cow town. <laughs> That's true. But you're right, holy cow. It, it's unbelievable and I, 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 I would completely agree with you that the people really make Columbus what it is. You know, you, you go to any other city and there's friendly cities, but Columbus is a very friendly city. There, you can ask almost anyone directions you know, if you're a if you're a guy that actually asks directions, most guys don't ask directions. <laughs> but if you you know what I mean, it's just it's it's such an inviting, um, you know, socially and and economically diverse uh, place. You know, and uh, people don't really realize how diverse it is until they go to other cities and see how they're not maybe so diverse or they're not so welcoming in certain instances. And I so agree with you. When we looked around during the Women's Final Four, uh, when I looked in the crowd, it was, you know, fathers and daughters and families and it was just, you know, partners and um, groups of maybe girlfriends that decided, hey, this is a big event for girls and women. And then all the events that happened for kids and families, we had at the basketball bounce where we had 2,000 kids bouncing basketballs up High Street and we had a read to the Final Four. We had um, over 2,000 Columbus school kids that got to read to the Final Four and got to be part of the fanfare that was called Tourney Town. And what I, what I was so proud of is just the engagement and how proud people were. We had over a thousand volunteers that you know gave of their own personal time to come out and whether they got to be near the arena or in the hotels, everybody was so proud of the, the, the destination and our community. And, and then we had, I think, the highest viewership of any host city ever. I think it was an eight point on the, you know, the Nielsen. Well, there so, were some really good games. Exactly. Well, they, they you know, things we couldn't control, but we're now taking credit for those games, I think, too. But <laughs> saying, uh, it was fun. Not, you to come down to the last shot, you know. <laughs> you know, the Notre Dame star that made both of those winning shots, her name is Arike Agumbawale. So... I had to learn how to say her name because I feel like we're forever tied in history, you know, with her, and just uh, it was amazing. That's incredible. Well, what any any questions you'd have for me that you want? Well, to ask? I just think it's fun to, um, as a sports person. Do you have any favorite sports moments, or uh, are you a fan of a certain team? That might be fun to know. Well, as everyone knows, you know, the Ohio State Buckeyes are my team, and I've uh, you know I went to Ohio State twice. The first time I made majored in High Street, and the second time I went and actually finished. And, got my degree so so the Buckeye football and anything Buckeye I'm, I'm into so uh, um, I'm into the crew I'm into uh, the Clippers I'm going to a Clippers game tonight as a matter of fact with some folks from out of town um, you know so anything that Columbus has Blue Jackets you know I, I'm just here to support the community I, I don't get a chance at being an entrepreneur myself and running a community bank I don't get a, a chance to go to all the games of any one team except for the Buckeye football team I have to admit I follow them wherever they go and go, go to uh, uh, bowl games and away games and uh, and uh, just uh, uh, spend a lot of time there. So. Oh good, well thanks for the update. Any Anything on your bucket list that you would like to tell me about? You know, I, I guess, uh, you know, I get up every day and do something that I've never done before. 
and it's uh, pretty liberating. It's, it's scary at times, uh, but you know, I, I never thought I would be running a billion dollar bank here in little Columbus, Ohio, you know, and that we would grow up one day to be, you know, the entity or that we Columbus. are. Or big Columbus, <laughs> that's right. And, uh, and so uh, I guess in my bucket list, you know, I, 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 I am, um, I'm over 50 now, so I am starting to look at life a little bit differently than I did when I was, I thought I was bulletproof and uh, I could walk up uh, uh, up the hill and not, you know, catch a breath. And so, um, you know, I'm starting to reflect back on what the more important things are in my life. You know, how much time do I get to spend with my wife that I've kind of neglected for the last 25 <laughs> years or 30 years being an entrepreneur? Um, you know, when is, when is, uh, when's the time for Scott to enjoy himself, you know, instead of putting his customers first, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, although I'll always keep my customers first, I have to get a little greedy with some of my time and, you know, I'm doing this now as well. I really think in the future, I would love to get more into broadcasting and to talk to some other folks, uh, about, uh, you know, how we could uh, take some of my experience and put that to work. So folks, we can help folks learn that entrepreneurialism is, is alive and well everywhere and you can be an entrepreneur and work for anyone it's just your attitude of how you're working well with you them. love what you do that's very evident yeah and loving and yeah and loving what you do so i don't know we'll have to wait and see that's what right. the bucket list has i've lived a good life i've uh, obviously been very blessed and and uh and uh, it's taken a lot of hard work but you know i've learned a lot along the way and, and columbus itself i've grown up in this town i was here i've been here since i was one and um, and it's come a long way, and I'm 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 hopefully one of Columbus's uh, best ambassadors. I'm Absolutely. out there telling my story to all the community bankers of America uh, that uh, Columbus is the center of the universe. Ohio is the center of the universe. <laughs> I'm I think with I've, you on that. I think I've almost got them convinced of that. We need to take you on the road with us. That's it. There you go. <laughs> well, I'll be more than happy to do that. So I'm sure we can uh, make a loan along the way. So well, with that, Linda, thanks very much Thank for so what much. you do for Columbus. Uh, being the founder of the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and all the different things that you do as far as supporting. I just can't even imagine all the the multitudes and layers of businesses that rely on what you do and 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 the benefit that you're that you've provided the city. So thanks very much for driving Thank the you. bus. Thank you. Thank you.